And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, just plain right. Covering down on some amazing ground across the most beautiful state of the entire union, Alabama. And I'm talking about this show goes way on down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, from Tuscaloosa, back to Gaston, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, Mississippi, just for good measure. And hey, folks, I got to tell you, I was in um, the offices of ZLA this morning. We were talking through some stuff, and and they really are having an, like, like they just had, it, it was just a four-week month, and they just had one of their best months in a while. And I'm just telling you, they are doing an amazing amount of good work for their clients. Here's the deal, ZLA Solutions, if you are looking for people to fill out the ranks of your workforce, I mean, they do a lot of stuff. They can help you with logistics, warehousing, other things, but their bread and butter is still staffing. And I'm talking about if you need onesies and twosies or if you want an entire shift of people. Blue collar, white collar, no collar, it don't matter. ZLA Solutions, you can find their website, ZLAUSA.com. They can do all the drug testing, the background checks, the recruiting, all of it. And, and, and they are good at what they do. Their customers remain satisfied. I'm just telling you, check them out. If you need folks, they got them. ZLA Solutions at ZLAUSA.com. And, and do me a favor, tell them you heard about it on Right Side Radio, which Boomer, by the way, they told me this morning, they keep getting people telling them they heard about it on Right Side Radio, which is yes. which is exactly what we want to have happen, right? <laughs> That's exactly. All right. I am um I am pretty stoked. I am I am here in studio with somebody who calls the show on a regular basis. So we got a bunch of you guys out there. In fact, I told Boomer, I'm gonna come back to my introduction here in a minute. I told Boomer the other day, you know what I want to do? I want to have like a right side event sometime, and then we just start calling the roll. Where's Sparky and Harvest? And he stands up. Where's Jeff from Indiana? He stands up. Where's John from Huntsville? He stands up. And one of the people who would stand up would be Lee from Huntsville, who's not standing up. She's sitting right here in the studio. How you doing? I am well. I'm excited to be here. Good. Don't get shy on us now. I won't. I won't. <laughs> you can pull that mic up a little bit too. It'll adjust for you. Uh, so yeah. So Lee from Huntsville is here in studio. And, and, and it's funny because when you call in, it's usually spot on. And, uh, and so apparently you've got opinions. I do. Definitely. And, and I, I assume the people around you are used to you having opinions. Oh, yes. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, welcome to the Right Side Studios. I'm really excited to be here. Is it everything you dreamed it would be? It is. And a nice view, too. <laughs> well, good deal. Well, uh, so, yeah, so the funny thing is... Uh, so the lovely Charlene and I have an event tonight. Uh, Ron DeSantis is speaking in um, Birmingham. Uh, we have tickets, uh, pretty good tickets, actually. So we have good tickets to sit up near the front. And uh, and so we got to get out of here at a decent time. I got to go home, put on a monkey suit, and head on down that way. Um, I got to wear a tux. I'm, oh. Well, not a tux. I'm just, oh, just a suit? Yeah, I shouldn't have said a monkey I'm suit. I'm jealous. That's going to be great. Anything who wears a tie is a monkey suit. But, um, <laughs> but so uh, we got to head down there, and I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call Lee from Huntsville and just see if she's game. See if she's got game on. And you're here. I'm here. You're, you're putting a lot of trust in me. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm putting a lot of trust in the censorship button that he's got over there on his desk right now. I'll self-censor, I promise. So, so the funny thing is, so Boomer's got like all this technology. We got multiple screens. We got cameras. We got, you know, microphones, all of it. But the two most important things in this whole room are two buttons on his desk that feed that little silver box over there. Oh. So basically he's got one that it's, it's, the button is labeled Go Baby Go. 
just like on the the movie Gone in sixty seconds with the with the <laughs> when you hit the nitrous go baby go. So he's got that button that he pushes when we go to break. It sends all of our stations a signal. They all go to break at the same time. Oh, okay. The other one is when somebody says something they shouldn't, he hits the red button that dumps everything for eight seconds. Ah, eight <laughs> seconds. Okay, so I can say a good long word. So then, she, yeah, <laughs> so she's got a string of cuss words, Boomer. You might have to hit it more than once. There we go. Um, all right. Well, listen. Um, I thought what we do. You're going to take over the mic here in a few minutes. Yep. I'm going to cede control of the starship here to you in a little bit. I'll try not to wreck it. In the meantime, I got a series of stories, and I thought you might just chime in with me for a minute and see what your thoughts are. All right. All right. So I'm calling this section, What Were They Thinking? And it's kind of like woke world, but worse. Mm. It's woke world, but it's like policies and actions of actual elected officials that you look at and go, what in God's name were you thinking? So are you tracking the whole situation with the... um, Tucker Carlson getting the uh, the video out mm-hmm. of January 6th. And they're pressing him hard to to stop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, both yeah. Republican and Democrat. Which ain't going to happen. Nope. That's just going to make it worse. They just don't know it. So the January 6th commission, the January 6th commission was headed up by Representative Benny Thompson. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, where was he from? Georgia? Anyway. Representative Benny Thompson, um, a partisan Democrat, mm-hmm. who headed up the, the commission that told us everything they knew about... January 6th, the insurrection. Sure. Except that yesterday he says they never saw that footage. They never watched it. They never looked at it. It's like an attorney that dumps one million papers uh, on uh, the defense or whatever. And it's like, good luck finding what you need in there. They they didn't want to find it. They didn't want to know. I, I agree. I mean, I think that's exactly right. Easier to just get their opinion out if they don't do anything to contravene their own opinions. But, you know, I, I, so you're talking about attorneys. I remember being taught back in the day, when you're doing discovery, even if you have something that you know doesn't help your case, you have to give it. You just do. Even if you know there's a case that mm-hmm. doesn't support your position, you have to make sure the court understands that you know there's a case that doesn't support your position. Well, it's ethics, right? It's all ethics. Um, and when that QAnon shaman guy, um, what they did to him is unconscionable. It's unthinkable. Are you jumping d- ahead in my notes? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're right. Go ahead. I, this is a guy who obviously had some previously noted mental problems. Apparently. Um, and e- even so, what he was doing there was just more of a, I think, of a show. I think he was engaging. I think he was trying to kind of be a leader, be a kind of be out there, be noticed, um, and believed in Trump from what he said. But he didn't appear in any of those videos to be doing anything violent, anything no. that what they labeled him. And even that one guy saying he should be shot um, oh, on yeah. cable news. Yeah. It's just so dangerous because they just pick and choose the small cuts that they wanted you to see of this guy. And they wanted to fasten their narrative and say, this is it. And then it turns out that's not true at all. And don't tell me that more video, more video can never be ever a bad thing. And they no. keep saying, well, why are they putting these videos out? How could you, how could that ever be a bad thing? More context? Uh, unless you're giving away state secrets, which you're not in right. this case. Then right. I, 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 my hope is what they're going to wind up doing is posting these all online and allowing people to review them at their leisure. All of them. But but here's the thing. You mentioned the the, the guy they call the QAnon shaman, mm-hmm. whose real name is Jacob Chansley. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he, story here on Fox, I watched it last night when his attorney, I knew this was going to happen. And Tucker did. Mm-hmm. He brought on Jacob Chansley's attorney who said they never showed us those videos. We even asked for anything they've got that was exculpatory, and they never let us see it. And he said, there's no way of knowing how much this would have impacted my client as he wrestled with the decision of 
do I go to court because I think I'm innocent or do I take the plea deal because I can't get out of this? And these videos clearly would have possibly, well, at least I think would have changed the dynamic of that whole situation. And they didn't give them to him, which to me is grounds for appeal. Is that a U.S. attorney that was going after him? Oh, yeah. So that U.S. It's attorney. It's a violation of federal law, so it's a U.S. attorney. This should be sh- sanctioned or disbarred for doing that. That is unconscionable. Well, now, he was in. He was a men- already mentally ill and spent how long in solitary confinement? Oh, yeah. It's just cruel. It is cruel. And, and I, I look at it, too, and I think, all right, it's possible that the U.S. attorney didn't have access to these either. The person I think okay. we're going to find out eventually is really at fault was Nancy Pelosi for keeping these back and considering them classified so no one could have access to them. That's that. That's you think, I think even the U.S. Up. attorney might not? Oh, yeah. I mean, the U.S. attorney doesn't have a right to uh, contravene a classification status. So if they were considered classified and, and, and rendered so by, I'm assuming, the speaker's office, it was because it was Speaker McCarthy who brought them out, which mm, tells me true. the speaker's office is probably the one that had the classification status put on in the first place. All that to say, what were mm. they thinking? Uh, I think what they're thinking now is Jacob Chansley's probably going to sue somebody and oh, get a lot so. of money. And I hope, I hope he does. So. I hope he does. At the very least, I hope he gets his sentence commuted uh, sometime soon by a president who recognizes he's got a guy who was uh, treated pretty badly by the system. And heads, heads need to roll over this. Of course, I mean, Nancy Pelosi, who knows if anything will ever happen to her for anything. Um, and she'll probably, you know, croak before any, any real action because she is, what, like 85? Um or, or, or 117. I, I mean, or whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> she looks like, she's beginning to look like the Crypt Keeper. Uh, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> okay, she's going to do fine, Boomer. <laughs> this is going to go well. I can already tell. All right, next one. What were they thinking? So yesterday, or, by the way, happy um, women's, what is this? Oh, uh, barf. International Women's Day. Oh, I hate contrived holidays. That's so contrived. But you're a woman. Yes, and it's, I don't need a holiday. But it's International Women's Day. No. This is not important to you? Absolutely not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, apparently it's very important to Jill Biden and Secretary of State Antony Blinken, and I'm not sure why that matters to the guy, the dude who's a Secretary of State, was joining with First Lady Jill Biden to give awards, honoring people who have, you know, stood up in the international, what's, what's the word here? The International Women of Courage Awards. Let me guess. One of whom was a dude. Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> it was a dude. I knew a that dude. was coming. Come on. Even the best women are men, apparently. The, the, the dude. <laughs> we can't. We can't win. <laughs> so the so the so the yeah so the uh, so the dude got a chick award and uh, and here it is. So yeah, First Lady Jill Biden, Secretary of State Antony Blinken were slammed Wednesday for presenting a biological male from Argentina. They had to hunt probably oh. for this one. For, from Argentina with an award for women on International Women's Day. It says the year's inter- annual International Women of Courage Awards, which, by the way, this is it's the annual. I've never heard of it. Uh, me either. Okay. <laughs> it's the first year. First okay. Year. <laughs> well, if you're not tracking the, the, the Czech Awards, I'm not sure who is. So, um, no. 11 extraordinary women from around the world stood on stage to receive their awards, one of whom was a dude. I just look at this and go, what were they thinking? So uh, Governor uh, Sarah Huckabee, Huckabee Sanders, her response to this on Twitter was, it's International Women's Day, a good time to remember that Democrats can't even tell you what a woman is. No, I agree, totally. <laughs> and it's just, uh, it's it's kind of, it's insulting. I do genuinely feel for someone who's so uncomfortable in their own skin that they want to live as the other sex. I, I, I do have a heart for that, and, and I feel for them. But a, a woman's award? I get it. Where do I, we go? Where do we I, go wrong? I, I get your comments. I don't get this because, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't identify with that at all. 
Um, lastly, before we go to the break, by the way, just in case you know, we have to take breaks on this show. This, <laughs> okay. She's going to talk for a solid hour. All my, I will. All my advertisers are going to be mad. We're not going to know what's going on. I'll even do ads. I'll make them great. <laughs> uh, the Biden administration, uh, in this down economy, where they're talking about raising taxes as of today, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, and in the uh, in the state of the position or the position that we're in with the Fed raising rates and you know the cost of bacon and everything else, shortages of formula out there. My grandbaby had trouble getting formula. Uh, New York Republican Representative Elise Stefanik, along with nearly thirty other congressional representatives, slammed the Biden administration on Wednesday. That's yesterday. Because their proposal is now to reduce the amount of milk that is given as part of the women's and infants and children's, uh, um, you know, public assistance program. So WIC, mm-hmm. um, the, the WIC program to give um, milk and other nutrients to women, infants and children, they decided they're going to go ahead and reduce that. They're going to give other things besides milk. And yet what the health officials are saying is you're creating a crisis by doing it. Is this a farting cow thing or something? I Are they trying to reduce that? Did she just say farting cow on my show? I, I, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Come in my cow. studio. <laughs> start talking about farting cows. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm second guessing or this burping, whole situation. Whatever it was that was causing the problem. <laughs> cow flatulence. We yeah. refer to it as cow flatulence. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know. All I know is this. It says the Department of Agriculture announced these changes and that right now we're looking at reducing the amount of milk provided to children pregnant and postpartum uh, uh, females and those with uh, low incomes. And it wouldn't no- surprise me if that was a reason, And though. nobody can explain why. And they'll They're just try to push it. in substitutes. Are you, are you, are you taking us to a break, or is that my phone ringing? Oh, my phone ringing. Let's take us to a break. How about that? Let's do a break right now. We're here in studio with Lee from Huntsville, who is cracking me up already. <laughs> All right, folks, y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back with a little bit more of what were they thinking? Right Side Radio, very fitting you played that just for um, uh, the fact that we have Lee from Huntsville in the studio. <laughs> Bad to the Bone is being played right now. Hey, let me real quickly, before we go back to the discussion with Lee about things that people do that you're thinking, what are they thinking? Uh, and let me tell you about one of our new advertisers, Elm Foundation, E-L-M, Elm Foundation. They're based out of Huntsville. Listen, this is the way it's supposed to work, all right? This is not the government slinging money out there. This is not a, a handout. This is a hand up by a private organization that is doing an amazing amount of good stuff right now, helping those that are disadvantaged, those that, that need a leg up because their situation has gotten bad. And they, they get involved and they, they literally provide intensive case management for individuals to help them with you know, getting their jobs uh, situations worked out, their, their resume built up, their, uh, their housing situation taken care of. Uh, maybe they have some, some needs with regards to uh, their own personal mental health and that kind of stuff. The Elm Foundation is doing cool, cool stuff right now, and I'm so excited to have them as one of our advertisers. And like I said, I love the idea of a hand up, not a hand out. And so, yeah, check them out. Their website is Elm, it's E-L-M-H-S-V, as in Elm Huntsville, E-L-M-H-S-V dot org, the Elm Foundation. 
Glad to have him on the right side team. All right, so I'm sitting here in the studio with one of our longtime callers. Uh, and by the way, just so you know, the text lines have uh, uh, gone boom. And uh, not the least of which is Brandy from Athens, who loves your farting cows joke. <laughs> so, so there's that. Uh, Leanne from Huntsville uh, says, bye, Phil. Lee's in the house. Love her. <laughs> My new BFF. That's <laughs> right. There you go. We got a ton of – and by the way, if you want to use the text line when we're going later on, uh, when I'm gone, you're welcome to it. Uh, a couple more minutes here. Things that happen that you look at and you go, what were they thinking? And I'm trying to figure out which one of these stories is the best. So here's one. It's not truly a public official, but it was so weird I had to pull it out. So the University of Pennsylvania, UPenn, an Ivy League school, mm -hmm. has hired a, I don't even know what this means, a non-binary trans-feminine fashion model to be their LGBTQ scholar with an anonymous gift given to the university of $2 million. If you're non-binary, I thought you were neither male nor female, so why would it be Thank feminine? Thank you. I was just trying to figure this out and thinking I thought I had a handle on it, and now they could bring up a headline like this one. Confusion. I have no idea. So, okay, what were they thinking? It's hard to find more wokeness in one headline. <laughs> there really is. I'm going to read it to you again. This is the actual headline to the Daily Wire. You ready? Dated today. UPenn hires non-binary trans-feminine fashion model as an LGBTQ scholar with an anonymous $2 million gift. So someone didn't want anybody to know. Exactly. All right, I'm going to give you some money for this, but don't nobody tell me who did it. And then, like you said, what exactly is a non-binary trans-feminine? And he's a fashion model. Uh, so it is a he? Oh, I don't know. I think it's a dude. I don't know. Because I mean, nobody I can honestly tell. cannot tell you from that. He does use they, them, so I just don't know. Look, as far as they, them, if you are not two people, it's not <laughs> happening for me. Thank you very much. That's exactly That's a plural right. pronoun. That's not the way the English language works. All right, next one I got. Um, here, This would be interesting. What were they thinking? Newsmax has a story dated today. So you've seen probably all the, I know you do because you track the news, but you've seen how the, we've had the situation going on in um, Loudoun, Fairfax County, Virginia, where they've been withholding National Merit Scholar notifications to students mm -hmm. because it was equitable, equitable, equity. Well, the same school system apparently recently sent out um, a letter to all the parents informing them that they will be hosting college prep courses to help students, but they're only doing it for black and Hispanic students. I kid you not. Uh, I'm gobsmacked. I don't even know what to say. Gobsmacked. That's a good word. We need to put that one on the right side lexicon. It's unconscionable that they held back these awards for these kids. These are kids. They earned it. They did. And now they're going to help the other kids uh, try to get up, you know, get their game up. But it, it says here in the February 21st letter, college prep lessons will be offered to students who are first in their family to attend college in the U.S. or black or African-American students, which I thought were the same thing. Hispanic students of one or more race, what? And students with disabilities, English learners, and economically disadvantaged. Notably absent are whites and Asians. And they don't, <laughs> and even, feel, they don't even feel bad about it. Uh, no. Not a bit. Not a bit. All right, folks, listen. The lovely Charlene and I have a date with Ron DeSantis. We're heading down to Birmingham for that event tonight. And our friend, our new co-host, Lee from Huntsville's taking the microphone. Lee, you have the con. Thank you so much. I'm ready. All right. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We are coming right back.